0: This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Wednesday, April 11th, 2018, episode 169. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig, at Nicholas M. Craig is my Twitter handle, InfectionPodcast.com is the website. Joining me as he does each and every week, Mr. Brian Aldridge. Hey, Brian, how are you?
1: Hello. I managed to drag myself in here today. Daylight. Oh, we're good. Uh, if you want to find me at voice computer on Twitter, of course, you can go check out my blog biteoftech.com. of um, Also make sure you check out our website, infectionpodcast.com. We have our links to our uh, discord group on there. We have our steam group. If you want notifications before the show starts, maybe for some reason you, uh, you didn't miss the show yesterday and didn't realize we we're doing it today. If you're a part of our steam group, you've got a nice little pop-up saying, the show is starting right now. So make sure uh make sure you go into our website, infectionpodcast.com. Got lots of things for you to check out there from our Steam Group to uh show notes and uh, all the different links and images, uh videos that we discuss during this show. We try to have all of that um with the episode that we're just dis- uh, discussing it on. So you just go on there and you'll have all of that available and a video and audio version of the show in case you want to watch it on our site and not from a podcast app. So Make sure, uh, make sure you go there and, and check it out. And if for some reason something doesn't work, maybe uh, you have an issue with getting our video for, or you know getting our audio on your podcast app or whatever way that you try to view us, make sure you let us know so that we know we can go track down what's going on with that. Because there's a lot of different places across the internet that serve our podcast uh, and sometimes technology changes with them. Uh, we need to figure out you know, why. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think that's all the self-promotion.
0: Well, I do need to apologize uh, to everybody for uh, not being live yesterday. Of course, as I said in the intro there, it is is Wednesday, April 11th, 2018. Um, I I think I talked about this uh, originally when I uh, moved down here, that uh, at some point or another, and it will happen again as things go on, uh, my work schedule will dictate uh, kind of what we do about the show, and... Uh, fortunately i had the opportunity to travel out to las vegas for the national association of broadcaster show nab um over over the past couple of days so we were able to push the uh push the show back brian was uh brian was cool with uh the day push back and and it's a great reason to follow us on twitter uh because that was twitter and discord were pretty much your sources of information for this um I think Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Friday, uh, Friday, I think is when uh, I found out that I was going to be out of town uh, Monday and Tuesday. So when I found that out, yeah. put it out on Twitter, put it in the Discord, uh, put it out on Twitter a couple of times yesterday, put it out on Twitter two or three times today, and put it in Discord a couple of times as well. So um, that's kind of the way to keep track of this. It doesn't happen often. I would say it's probably happened a handful of times, but it does happen and it will happen uh, as uh, as work schedule uh changes and stuff but i do want to say quickly um obviously it's the national association of Broadcasters. there's a lot of high-end equipment a lot of high-end gear um and and i'll tell you they, they had a what they called the podcast pavilion uh, where they had some podcasts yeah. and some podcast hosts set up what an absolute joke no reason this is exactly the reason why the broadcast industry doesn't take these podcasters and podcasts seriously I mean, this is just a lame, this is just a lame, pathetic excuse, uh, uh, for like you know, Libsyn was there, Blueberry was there, but it's just nothing. It wasn't exciting. It was just their stupid yeah. booths with. And 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 I'm not trying to I'm not trying to ta- attack any of these companies like Libsyn or, uh, Spreaker or anybody. I'm not attacking them. But you're at the net. Na- you're at the broadcaster show. You're at the show where Black Magic has got a booth that's the size of like. I don't know how many thousands of square feet this damn booth, that black magic, this booth was huge. It was probably two or 3,000 yeah. square feet. Um, and then these podcast booths are just, they got their little signs up and that's about it. Um, so that was a little disappointing to see that. You know, the po- I think part of the
1: problem is they feel like they're the only option. I mean, if you look, Libsyn, Blueberry, they're really the only options for what they do other than self hosting, like we self host. Yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of the default where a lot of these podcasters, and it's a big marketing club. I mean, you've, you've been in the podcasting world long (laughs) enough, you know, that all of it's just promotion and upselling and getting, you know, these podcasters are selling things to other podcasters, you know, getting commissions. And so they probably just feel like, Oh, we just need to have a presence to where we check it out off the list and say we were there. They're not really trying to sell anybody because who are they really going to gain? A professional conference like that, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going for the uh, the low hanging fruit of the people that are like, oh yeah, I want to do a podcast, and you know I'm willing to spend however much money per month to have it hosted, not realizing that you know they could
0: probably do it for free or have other ways to do it. Yeah, that's just what easy way I think people do it. I think the big thing that bothered me was not that they weren't or weren't selling; it was just how. They, they just seem to lack enthusiasm and excitement. Like, they're just, they had this thing. Yeah. It was like, ask the podcast expert. And they had some microphones set up and, and sure was there. Um, it, it just was very underwhelming. Cause I mean, let's be honest here. We're sitting here, we're doing a podcast. The, the, the all of these, and, and the other problem too is all these podcasts just think they're, they're, they're hot crap and they're the greatest damn thing since sliced bread. And they're not because there's a million podcasts. I mean, it's the reality of the situation. Um, but it just—it—I it, don't think it reflected very well on this, you know, this medium that's going to eventually take over and shut down, you know, terrestri- or, or, or hurt severely terrestrial radio and television. It just—it was very lackluster, so that was a little disappointing. But uh, I would say if you're a kind of a video tech nerd um, or, or an audio nerd, I would highly recommend uh, the NAB show. Uh, they do it every year in Vegas and I've always wanted to go and had the opportunity to travel out there for work so had a good time and uh yeah that was uh that's why we didn't do the show Tuesday but it was a uh, it was a well a well needed uh event that I had to go to so with that being said how was uh you know how how are you doing Brian how what's going on in your world not too
1: much i uh i was supposed to play hockey this weekend and then they canceled the game it was like my big Um, I was so excited I haven't played in like six months (laughs) it feels like it's been probably four it's been four months but it feels like six months and uh and and then I got a thing right before I was getting to walk out the door with my bag I got a text that said oh we have to cancel it
0: the grand reveal and you got
1: yeah you got slammed so I made Laura go out to the uh, tennis courts here and pass a puck around to me
0: well there you go so I I,
1: (laughs) and when we we did we we did it so much that uh her arms are now sore she doesn't realize there's like a lot of muscle that goes into that so
0: uh, I'm surprised. that's what i've heard from from the uh from the tennis people um or the tennis people i'm sorry the hockey people I, you tennis court you threw me off um so yeah well that, that's good to hear glad everything is uh it's going well with the uh with the shoulder so now when is your when is your game your next game now this weekend no it'll be like a month oh Damn. so i
1: can't play i can't play my my normal team um till three more months probably gotcha and so this is just like a really casual team that meets like once a month and plays so this month's one was canceled that's what's that's pretty disappointing because i can't play now for another month <laughs> which for me is like just driving me crazy
0: i i, I, I mean, can I imagine playing. i can uh i can imagine that um Let's see. So, game of the week was PUBG. PUBG, and yep, and got a few games in. Not many. Um, you know, three. I'll I'll tell you, it, it three or four. I think it was three or four. I don't know what it was Friday night. Um, but I was just not in the mood, and I don't think the whole. I don't think the. I don't think anybody was in the mood to deal with the nonsense in in pubg um yeah. you know well, we I, kept getting the same map over and over again well, it's it was that, pretty frustrating it's that shitty desert map which i hate nobody likes it it's 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 a terrible it, it map it seems like it was doing it that i mean I, it was like 3 quarters
1: of the time it was doing that map cuz I, I only got
0: the other map i think once and we got the desert map 3 times in a row i i'm not a fan of that map um i, I that's not true. I like the map. I like how it looks. I like the aesthetics of it, but I just wish, like... like the loot's not right, yeah. Well, the loot's not right, but I wish, like, a game... Uh, I wish you could pick. You want to play original or the desert map. I, I'm not opposed to the desert map. I'm opposed to, as you're saying, getting the same map over and over again. That's very... Fr- I mean, anybody that's played a game like Call of Duty or Battlefield... There's you know maybe six or eight maps in the regular rotation. If you just keep getting the same map over and over again, it gets really old, really quick, and really boring. Especially if it's one of the maps that you don't particularly like. Um, so that's yeah. kind of what we were running into is this same stupid map. Um, which I saw the doc tweeted today that uh, he tweeted at PUBG said you know get rid of the get rid of the desert map or something like that. I'm not, uh, then it shouldn't get rid of it. Just just give a playlist option: play regular, play desert, oh, or play why don't mix. they have that be?
1: A different kind of game mode because if you look they could do kind of a western different kinds of guns on that map to make it to where when you're playing that map it's a different kind of feel you know have it be like a shotguns the um the 30 30 rifle have it be less of the ranged maybe make people kind of force them to come a little bit closer on that map less of the distance play i think that would be nice to have if you're going to have these different looking maps just like they're doing with this new map uh, maybe have a theme to it because right now there's there are some weapons that are in there that are that are different but all the other weapons are still there and so it's not really no one's picking up the double barrel shotgun as a preference so i think if, if you've kind of forced it to say all right when you're in the desert map you kind of have a western themed lay, lay layout of you know or load out of weapons um I, I think that you would probably get A little more enthusiasm rather than oh you know this is the same game but it's just you know I just don't the loot's not as good so it just doesn't you're comparing it to the other maps is the problem because the loot's better on the original map so you go into that one it's like well this one just doesn't have enough loot and you get frustrated well if they made it to where it was a totally different play style
0: you wouldn't care so much about the loot being exact to the other map here's my problem I don't like being forced which uh, to what map i have to play if you've got two maps in the game or three maps in the game give in in this case there's only two maps so give me option a A, give me option a b or a a mix or or both give me i can choose what mode i want to play well why don't they
1: why don't they give like a a bonus you know whatever points or whatever bonus for people that do the random playlist and then you know you get maybe less of a bonus perks or whatever after the match I don't, if you're if you're picking
0: a specific map, just to encourage people to play it, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. And and that's just kind of the thing is I just I can't stand that I'm being forced. So that was original. So we we get we get this this we get Myanmar two or three times, and it's just the typical PUBG death where you're running through an area, you're getting shot, you can't for the life of you tell where the hell the bullets are coming from. You're, you're you're standing behind a rock and you're still getting shot. So you move to the opposite side of the rock and you're still getting shot. Just just the typical PUBG stuff. Um, and I don't know if it just I wasn't in a great mood Friday night. I don't remember not being in a in a good mood. I just I just was not having fun after we played maybe four or five games. I I just we just I just wasn't having a good time and and we we played. Uh, yeah, it was golf. kind of a consensus. It wasn't like
1: one person said, I think everybody after that one final match was just like, All right. This is stupid. We're done. Yeah. Um <laughs> we are done.
0: So we played some um golf with friends, played a couple rounds of golf with friends, and that was the Friday night game night. Um unfortunate because I obviously big fan of PUBG. Um but I just just didn't was not in the mood to be dealing with that stuff on 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 Friday night. It was just just the same repetitive you know, loot for ten minutes, then, you know, run through a field and get shot from God knows wherever. Um so, yeah. and that was just a little frustrating. And I and I think everybody was just kinda kinda fed up with it at that point. So um uh, yep. that was uh that was Friday night. And um uh, coming up this Friday, as I, I think I said in the pre show, I will not be around. Um I've got a, a work function I need to attend Friday and uh and Saturday yep. night. So do you want to announce what we're playing later on because it'll kind of make yeah sense. let's go and
1: announce it later on because okay. we'll be discussing it then so what we'll do is it's we'll, a newer we'll game discuss it uh and then say hey that's what we'll be doing for the game of the week uh but that'll be like halfway through the show so right. it won't be at the last minute so if someone is saying hey, i have to leave before the show ends um you know about halfway through we will announce
0: and we'll we'll talk about it on on Discord as well. Yep. So and and we'll mention it at the end of the program as well. So if you're if you just look for the game, we skip all the way to the end and we'll mention it the while well, in our closing as well. We'll mention what we're playing. Um yep. All right, Brian, so we got a bunch of notes here. I'm jet lagged from Vegas. So we're not and you've got a, a a kind of a hard out time. So let's cover the important stuff first. Where where on here do you want to start?
1: So let's do the first thing okay. first since we are, we're discussing PUBG. <laughs> I just yeah. found an interesting article. And uh, <laughs> I know you like the title. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but I call it China, China, China because uh, this is this is something we have alleged uh, or um, alleged for a lot. I mean, 169 <laughs> and, weeks. <laughs> yes, and and this is something that I know some other people have uh, disagreed with us on, and and I think this is kind of a little bit of proof to back us up in our theory of how this is all working. So there is, there was a uh, presentation that was done by, uh, was this ASU? This was Dell. Dell. So Dell did a presentation and they were presenting, you know, this is basing, basing it off of, they're doing a, pretty much a presentation in Chinese. And through this presentation, they start discussing how um, the players in China, kind of have a unique they like plugins is what she called them oh okay they said players in china and so that then they said that this laptop that they made is tailored for plugins you know in china because because chinese players tend to like plugins uh but during this presentation she's showing on the screen what they consider plugins and so i've got a couple images that um you can pull up but i don't know if that game looks familiar to you
0: at his PUBG. But um
1: those these are some of the plugins that they're discussing. So she said one that they like is the oversized rifle plugin. So that's one where it makes your gun gigantic. I would assume it makes everybody's guns gigantic so you can see where they are. Right? From very far away. Mm-hmm. You just see a giant gun flying around. Uh, another one makes you fly like Superman. Uh but then there's another slide. If we can go to the other one. This one, uh well that's ESP on the left.
0: Oh, it's that kind of is strange, ESP. Yeah. Um
1: so this is what they consider a plug-in is straight up ESP. And so they are Dell is making uh, this laptop tailor-made for cheating in China.
0: Well, let me read a quote They said here. that it's extra fast. So they will run it yeah, one yeah. of the quotes here and this is this is converted uh it says chinese it's gamers are the chinese. most innovated and dominant in the world by by using plugins which cheats hacks to for example run faster than other players or blow up 10 cars at a time and and these top games could really use an 8th generation Dell whatever the hell to <laughs> to do it um and obviously Dell's Alienware as well uh they 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 purchased the Alienware yeah. years ago um so this is uh, I, I love this. This uh, this is the article here is from PCPowerPlay.com. There'll be a link in the show. It's, and I love how it just a couple F bombs in the yeah, article. We have, we have a
1: link to the original article that pretty much converted it all from Chinese as well. So that you can, it, it, it was posted on a Japanese, the original article was posted on a Japanese website. Um, and then it was translated to English. So
0: now, this, f- um,
1: but, but one thing I found interesting too is they had said, um, to uh, I'm trying to find the quote, but it was, oh, yeah. Run, it says you use this plug this the 8th gen power to run more plugins to win more at chicken dinner. Mm. is the quote. Nice. Now So, it's so that you will you will
0: kill us by cheating is, is exactly what they're saying. Now, so I agree with you of course, and anybody with a, with half of a brain could could figure that out. Then so Dell released a statement to these PC to this blog uh, pcpowerplay.com.au Um, and and they said Dell Australia was the one that contacted them and said Dell is fully committed to supporting fair play in online gaming. We do not encourage nor endorse any behavior that undermines fair gaming practices. Dell has a strong track record in Mm partnering with gaming teams, (laughs) aiming at providing world-class gamers with the ultimate experience in an attempt to communicate the power of the new Dell G-series. Inappropriate modification examples were used in Dell's product launch uh, event in China last week. This does not reflect our global gl- our global gaming culture or strategy. We condemn any modifications misused in gaming. Now I agree with them. This does not reflect their global global gaming culture. But we've discussed but many a times exactly. And guess what, Brian? Here's the reality the situation. It sucks. It's uh, according uh, like this this uh, uh, the the uh, who's the who's the author on this? Uh, David uh, Holling, Hollingworth who is writing this article for uh, PC, uh, PC Power Play, says, that's it, pretty effing blatant. Dell's pretty much telling people to ignore Blue Hole's terms of service, so on and so forth. But you look at this from Dell's perspective, Brian, they are just marketing towards... They're tailoring to the market that's there. So, I mean, one side of me wants to say this is terrible. One side of me does say this is terrible, this is awful, they shouldn't do this. But then the other hand to me says this is just a genius marketing ploy in a country... Where we've discussed many of time we've discussed we've discussed this every we probably discuss this every other week we talk about Chinese gaming culture and cheating so they're marketing their computer yep. towards the 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 consumer so the question here is, is do you get pissed at Dell in my no not really I mean yes they're bringing a, a product to the market that I, I you know I wouldn't purchase but if they're in competition with Asus and Acer and, and everybody else, MSI, this is what they're doing to get the upper hand in, in China. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a tough situation. And then you've got to look at, I mean, the initial reaction to say, oh, you know, screw Dell, this is ridiculous. And of course that makes sense. You can have that reaction. But the reality of the situation is this is business. This is them trying to sell as many eighth generation Dell laptops as possible saying hi if you're yeah. if you're a if you're somebody that likes to use plugins our computer runs plugins the best so who's yeah. really to blame here
1: well and I, I think the part that's difficult for them to defend is that pubg is there is no single player like one thing that we've always said is if people want to modify their local single player games go for it but um all of this i, I think the person in china knew 100% what they were saying. It wasn't a mistake. I think in China that there's just such a different mindset of what is acceptable there when it comes to gaming. And we've, as I said, we've said this from the beginning over there, that's just the way it goes. Now for me, that's not, that does nothing to dissuade me from the, the opinion that I have of, we need to block China from playing on American servers, period. I don't care if they do it over there because I think, I think, enough of them do it over there to where that's just the way the games are played. Um, but hey, I think that this, here's a good, there's one thing where you have to block the country altogether.
0: Here's a good analogy. It would be like in baseball or football. If 70 or 80% of the athletes were juiced up on steroids, it would, every, if everybody's doing it, it's a, le, it's, it's a, it's left. a, it's a level playing field per se. Um, obviously the reason PEDs and steroids and stuff are, are, uh, prohibited substances and, sports is because it's not a level playing field not everybody's doing it um we've talked about the region lock pubg has got a uh, pub g is the one that's coming up with that new uh ping system that we talked about a couple weeks ago where it automatically yep. it doesn't even give you an option to select it it just selects for you based on how close you are but you can play with your friends it will it will cross back and forth to other regions um but uh, yeah. everybody's known this everybody Everybody knows this exists. Everybody, I guess, is okay that it exists because nobody's doing anything about it. And, and I mean, it, obviously, you don't want to shut off. It's see, but the thing though, like it,
1: I recommend, you know, people they're interested in. I mean, speaking of doping, uh, there's a documentary on Netflix called Icarus. Okay. If I remember correctly. It is it is talking about the doping scandal in with the Olympics that's been happening since. Like the time that I don't know probably the forties right um the since the time of of there being big competition between the countries in the Olympics, they found out that all of these countries china russia uh, probably the United States as well were doing very elaborate elaborate schemes to be able to hide and most of their their uh, pretty much all the people and according to one of the guys in the interview. He said pretty much everyone that's won a gold medal in the last 40 years has been doping. And they actually uncovered a huge plot. One was in China to where they were sneaking out and swapping out all the urine samples before the Olympics and that all of the top athletes were doping. And Russia, the exact same thing. I just think it's a different mindset. This whole play fair. I mean, if that, that's the thing is why would someone like me try to compete in the Olympics when there's no level playing field? And I think for me to want to go and compete in something in video games, for example, it's just not the same when I don't know what a level playing field is. Like, What, is, what are accurate times um, as far as someone who is running a uh, 400 meter dash? Uh, what is a, an accurate, let, let's look at bodybuilding today. If you look at the forties, what a bodybuilder was versus today, like what is normal? We don't even understand what normal is anymore because you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and you want to tell me that he isn't doping, didn't dope. No, impossible. <laughs> and, and so I think that, that we don't even know what a non cheating playing field for games is. Like, I don't even know what an online game feels like. What you know, how good are we? Because I feel like it's, we've been, disillusioned to think that you know there weren't that many cheaters in the past and i think it's just becoming more apparent how many cheaters there are now um and it's becoming more blatant i i don't even know like how good are we at video games when it feels like half the players are probably using some sort of 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 cheat whether it's esp or something to help them aim it's frustrating as a person who doesn't do that uh and i and I think that it's going to be a hu- needs to be a huge change in the industry to turn this around. Something that truly locks down the the game clients and the, even the operating system. That's one reason why we play console a lot with certain games because it doesn't is not as prone to these issues.
0: Yeah, and we talked about it. I think a couple of weeks ago, um, the PUBG on Android in China is being they're modifying it so they can hook up freaking keyboard and mice to the damn mobile version of the game and that we saw there was an yep. image we showed of somebody in, in China doing that it's it, it's just it's a different culture and I'm not saying it's bad or good or better or worse all I'm saying is it's different and it's not that different I just is scary field. It, that
1: lets me decide whether or not I want to compete in it
0: well, that's fine but I'm, it's not that different is scary or different is bad or different is good it's just that when I'm playing by the rules, like when Mark McGuire, what did he hit? It's 75 home runs in one baseball season. Of course, he was on freaking steroids. You, baseball players don't hit 75 home runs in a season. Same thing with Barry Bonds, hit a 70 plus home runs in a season. They're cheating. It's not a level playing field. That's the difference. It's not that it's just, they're, it's a different play style. They're literally just cheating. And that's fine. That's how they want, yeah. if everybody wants to cheat in China, that's great then it's a level playing field. But when the Chinese players are coming onto the NA or uh, uh, European servers and screwing everybody in those regions, that is no longer a, 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 a fair, a, a level playing field. And all it does is piss people yeah. like you and I off that on a Friday night want to go play PUBG, and we can't tell if we're being killed by a legitimate person or some hacker because we can't see the, any of the bullets yeah. anyway. So we're just getting shot aimlessly. We're dead. Who, who the hell killed you? For yeah. wh- where did they shoot you from? You can spectate them, but that doesn't tell you a whole lot. Yeah, so it's just a little frustrating. Well, and,
1: and some, I, yeah, and I think I think that's kind of the the point of all this is, if you know, if people in China want to play that way, and and obviously the marketing there, and we discussed it earlier, that's how they want to play over there, and that's what they're tailoring it to. Uh, you know, just give us our own, give us our own, uh, our own playground to play in. And, and I think that's where these game developers have really struggled. They want to not seem biased. But, you know, if, if you find that this, this playground over here has a bunch of people that are, you know, fighting and stuff, and then you have a, a lot of people who are, are not fighting, well, maybe you should separate them. Mixing them all together is not going to solve the problem. You're just going to make it so the people that normally wouldn't fight are going to get in situations where they're fighting. And I think you get people that get so frustrated over the playing that you probably get people who out and buy cheats just because they feel like, well, I, you know, I'm just going to, to be able to compete on this, I have to do the same thing. I, I bet you get people that are, that normally would not, that are now willing to go and buy a cheat just so that they don't, that they feel the same as, as the other people that are around them. So it's, I don't know. It's, I think a, that's how a lot of people were in each one, Z one I bet you a lot of people started cheating that normally would not have just because it seemed like everyone was.
0: It's a, it's a lose lose situation, I think. In in ninety percent of the the cases, it's a lose lose situation because the U.S. players are they're either forced to buy a cheat or not play the game or play in some other region, and the the company itself, whoever's making the game, have it be H one or PUBG or Fortnite or whoever. I mean, they're getting screwed because now they've, now, now they've got regular people that don't want to cheat that feel that they're being forced to cheat. So yeah. I, I, here's the thing. Well, if, if I
1: turn around on the mobile client and I, I find that most of the people are using a keyboard and mouse, I want to, I'm going to want to use a keyboard and mouse on the mobile client because what's the point of playing if, if you just get killed the second that you run into anybody, even though you're not that, it's not that you're a worse player than that person. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. It's it's clearly harder than just region locking because somebody would have done it already. There's got to be more to it. And I'm not a game developer. I don't pretend to be a game developer. I know Brian, Brian plays around with some stuff. But, Brian, it's got to be more complicated than just, oh, region lock China because somebody would have done it already. I mean, realistically, somebody would have already done it. The reason that they're not, there's got to be a, there's got to be some reason that they're not region locking China. I, I don't know what it is. I'm hoping maybe somebody can enlighten me on what it is, but there's got to be I mean, some. China
1: doesn't allow firewall or doesn't allow VPNs anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so now is the perfect time to do it. How are people from China somehow playing on West Coast servers? That's what I don't understand. Um, because they could region lock China, VPNs are no longer allowed. And uh, maybe you know you could block proxies, block common VPNs, and and you would cut out a lot of those people that are uh, you know playing on regions that they shouldn't. I just I I think that I don't understand why they're not. Um, because I understand the server technology that they could, and but as you said, why they aren't, I don't know. Because it seems like it would be such an easy solution just to say, all right, the American servers will not allow any IP blocks that are from China period. Uh, But they haven't, Uh, Uh, you know, why?
0: And that's what makes, that's what makes me think. Is it money?
1: I mean, that's the thing is the majority of their player base is China. Is it, does it come down to money? They know that people would not play if they couldn't play on American servers.
0: Okay. But but here's the, here's the thing though. Yes and no. Maybe that is the case that the, the the Chinese players don't want to play on non-American servers, but it's not a region lock. the The way I think of it is, you are locked to the region that you 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 are in, where you where you reside, where you purchase your internet connection. That's the region that you play in. If that's the case, mm-hmm. then what, what what's the problem? I mean, right? Your Chinese players they just play with. A whole bunch of chinese people in in china in that region in the in the asia pacific region whatever the, whatever they have it called so yeah, I, I guess i i don't really know but i th- this is this was a very I'm, where did you find this was this did you find this on reddit or something like that or did you no, just randomly think, come across uh, pH, it i think i think
1: ph posted it in Um, our discord earlier. Okay, cool. And so I just, I started looking yeah. yeah, pH posted in our news channel. So I started reading into it and kind of digging around.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you, PHP. I appreciate it. Cause I mean, this is the stuff that doesn't get talked about, doesn't get reported on. This is just the, this is, uh, this is stuff that's just going on in the background and nobody wants it. Cause it's, it's not fun to talk about, right? Nobody wants to talk about region locks. We asked, I asked, well, look at how many people that,
1: that kind of said to us, Oh no, that's not what's happening. You know that's I, a close-minded view.
0: I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, I, meant, really. I, I mentioned region locks to the freaking H1Z1 people two years ago, and I, uh, I might as well have had four heads, pop, uh, four eyes popping out of my head. I mean, it was like, oh my God, what the hell? Why, why would you say some, some, something that's so absurd? Well, I mean, now you've got Dell, and again, I don't blame Dell for marketing this, but you've got Dell marketing. You buy our computer; it's the best computer for cheating. That's what you've got Dell doing. And again, and they, I'm not blaming said, Dell. This
1: is, this is someone in China. This is a person in China saying the Chinese player likes this. Yeah. It's not someone from America who's mad that they got killed by a hacker saying it. This is inside of China, a representative of China saying you're the, 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 the however they worded it. That was really strange to say, you know, Chinese, Chinese players like plugins. You know, they have, they, they try to make it like a noble thing. in the, in the beginning of the article of how yeah. they worded, uh, you know, they, they, they're, they're competitive. So they like plugins. Well, isn't that the opposite of being competitive? The fact that you cheat rather than try to be good. That's the opposite of competitive. That's like giving it, it'd be like me having something that takes shots for me in hockey. So I don't have to, well, is that competitive? No, that's lazy. And I, I think that, that that's the difference in the mindset. Over here, we look at that and we're like, well, why would you do that? For over there, there's some something else is working in the way they think to where for them, as she said it, that's competitive, where we would say, Well, that's the opposite. And I it's just a totally different way of thinking, uh, that like than what you and I do. And so for us, it's so foreign. We look at it and we're like, that just doesn't make sense. And I can, I can look at it and I can't wrap my head around it. There's no way I can look at it and say, Hmm, maybe I understand where they're coming from. It doesn't, for me, it is a hundred percent foreign.
0: Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate you bringing that up and I, it's a good conversation. We will absolutely unequivocally without a doubt, continue to have that conversation it, it, as it continues to come up. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll mention it. Um, yeah, we've been, we brought it up over the over the
1: years when we were in the, we we're, it seems like some of the first people willing to say it out loud. Yeah. Um, and now I think it's becoming so apparent to everyone that they're getting to the point where they can't really deny it because here it's not a hater saying it, it's they themselves saying it as a fact. Okay. Well, are you going to tell that? What are you going to say to them? Are you going to say they're lying about themselves? No, they're not. So, uh, you know, I mean, this kind of, proves the point that we've been saying for years, uh, that has been the non-political political thing that, you know, politically correct thing to say, but it's reality, whether you like it or not, it's reality. And so we'll bring it up and, you know, as we see more and more cases of it happening more and more proof of it, um, you know, we'll keep bringing it out till finally people are willing. I, I think I brought the analogy out years ago where I said, it's like the case where, uh, you know, the, the was the king with no clothes? Yeah. Who, who's walking down the street. I mean, I brought up that analogy. That's what it's like. People are unwilling to look and say, you know, there's the, the king. He's, he's naked. <laughs> That's the exact analogy I brought up. And it's, you know, it, it, but the King has said, Hey, I like being naked. Oh no, no, he's not naked. No, he just said it. So, you know, well,
0: accept it. Kind of rendezvousing into this is a, a, a massive uh, thing that steam just did that is going to change for us, uh, I think a large portion of our conversations, as people are familiar, yes, uh, we very frequently. Brian has many a times in the past pulled up charts showing U.S. player count versus Chinese player counts, and all this extensive information. A lot of it coming from Steam Spy and Steam Info DB yep. and and all and our Steam DB info, all these other places, um, and Valve with their Steam product with their most recent update has made everybody's gaming libraries hidden by default. Um, yes. So the way unless that, you
1: opt in to have them shown
0: unless you opt in um, now. So as of right now, services like steam spy are useless uh, because what those were pretty much doing is scraping player information, a uh, scraping yep. player data. Um, and I guess there's no there's currently no API. I was reading a post I was reading a Reddit post um, b- before I left the office this this, uh, this evening uh, about it. And I guess there yeah. were some talks about um, the Steam API making some of this information available, hopefully, um, because as of right now yeah. with this current update, there is no accurate way to get numbers from Steam about who is playing what game, when, where, why which means...
1: And I, I understand why they wouldn't want screen scraping. I mean, I, I understand why they wouldn't want that. But as you said, it would make sense for them to then create a, a more effective way to get this information
0: out. So it is with great sadness that I announced that effective immediately, we are going to have to stop the, uh, the current player segment um because they won't be accurate yeah it'll only be people that have opted in um and obviously anybody with anybody knows that opt-in programs don't work um it's very hard to get players to, to sign up for it so we're hoping here that um hoping here that steam spy um is able to get access back to some of this information um
1: well, and just as a, an example, like this is how I've talked about in the past, our hangout canopy product that I did with, you know, with the Google product. And this is how we were doing it. Originally, we were pretty much doing what we call screen scraping. We were going and manually pulling all this information and then creating a usable product for the person in the end. Um, it would have been very easy for Google to turn around and have something like an API like this, that lets us plug into their program and have this information very easily. Uh, but they didn't do that. And so we had to do all these crazy tricks, just like this guy at steam spy is doing, or was doing up until this point to be able to gather these statistics for us. Um, steam in the back end could very easily. I mean, this guy is, has servers running that are just sitting there and looking at every profile every day, um, you know, and getting the information and then calculating up the totals steam uh, on the other hand could very easily in the background, just do this like they could just put something that says all right do you want to pull how many people own this game here we'll just pull that number from our database and it's easily handed to them now the thing is it would kind of make steam spy a little bit irrelevant uh you know he he could brand himself as being someone who creates a very good way to look at the information right Mm -hmm. but um anybody who had access to the api could probably do the same thing so there would be a competition of just whoever could make him the most useful interface and make it look the best um, but you know, it would kind of—I I don't know—that he would really want them to create an API. Other than he has the current brand name of but what people know, he may be able to maintain some users doing that. But uh, it's, it's totally in Steam's hand at this point.
0: Yeah, it'll it it'll be interesting to it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, and it's interesting here as I was reading a couple of articles about it. Um, this is a developer saying, "Quote: As a developer, Steam Spy was very was a very useful tool to research the size of various." Uh, niches and and estimate the success of you know, estimate the success of a game like oh, um, if people that are into dinosaur games there's this many people playing Ark and this many people playing this you know based on the yeah. whatever however big the niche is is arisen, um, so that I mean it doesn't just hurt people like us that would refer to that information on a, on a weekly basis it anybody trying to do. I mean, there is there will still be way to still be ways to get this information, but to be able to do quick market research to quickly look at oh how many Compa- people are playing and comparisons In comparisons and stuff like that. Um, there, it was very convenient. Very,
1: the, the one that the one that Steam provides is very generic. Yeah, they've got you could one. Still it's, have somebody. It's at a. It just says peak today. I mean, it does have peaks for today. Um, and the current players right now. But it's only the top one hundred. But it doesn't games, have. So. Yeah, it doesn't have the seven. Well, no, you can click a thing that shows, I think, the top 100. That's what it's saying, but it only but has it doesn't show this,
0: the top 100. Yeah, it
1: doesn't show the seven-day. Like, okay, well, what was the highest in the last seven days? It doesn't have, you can't compare that to a month ago. You can't see the t- the overtime charts. Uh, perhaps this is a sign that maybe Steam is going to be putting some of this information on their their store pages so you can see over time. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they have somewhere that they're going with this.
0: You know, it was just—it was nice to see those six and eight-month trends of things going up and down, and and you know, oh look, they did an update here. You could see this, the 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 peak, and and there'll still be way to still be ways to get current game information if we want it. Um, but for the time being, I don't really see a benefit of just pulling the. I I want the full system today. to be there because I mean the games like miscreated are not in the top one hundred, and they and they and they won't be. Uh, so we'll never have any information on that. I don't. I, Unturned probably is not within the top 100. Um, so there's just you know the games that well, we talk about. Unturned is but yeah, miscreated. It's not. And some of the new games that we run into that
1: we want to see what people are playing. You know how many people are playing it. It yeah. doesn't show. So just Survive is definitely very not in the window. top
0: 100. Um, there's no way that's in the top 100. So there's you know there's just games that aren't going to be available for us to talk about. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll keep a we'll keep an eye on it. But I'm ho- I would imagine they'll do. They'll do something. I don't understand.
1: Like, one thing is like H1Z1's in there. H1Z1 has five thousand players they're on there somehow.
0: Well, so, I mean, that's their, that's the top. I mean, that's the top game. There's, yeah. there's, uh, I, it does I don't know how many users. I mean, you, there's nine like million it, users. PUBG,
1: Dota, and then CS:GO are pretty much the top three. But and they have, uh, what? Ten, five times at least the next one down. Like they have five times the number of players. Yeah. So it's pretty much the, those guys, and then everyone else is just small numbers compared.
0: Yeah, I mean you're so. looking at um, the, there's like probably seven or seven or eight million people playing PUBG, Dota 2, and um, or, or uh, I'm sorry, 000, seven hundred thousand, seven eight hundred thousand people currently playing PUB PUBG, Dota 2, or Counter Strike. So that you know that's the those are, those are the the big fish there. Um, and you'd have
1: to add up the next like 10 or 15 to be able to add up to that number. Exactly.
0: So, um, it's unfortunate. We love to having those numbers. We have loved having that stuff available. I would guess. Let's we'll see if something changes. Something will, I, the, 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 something absolutely will, because that, that was one of the big things of steam was like, Hey, like, there's all this information available and all this cool stuff. And now that this is well, all gone, so
1: I mean, what, here's what I wanted to know. Uh, cause and i wanted to get your opinion on this uh what is the perception that people get because i mean look at how much of the perception of the number of players drove pubg people thought initially that and in with h1z1 even uh people initially thought there's so many people playing this in america is what they thought you know everybody's playing h1z1 and then all of a sudden we kind of came to the realization that well it's mostly china and there's not actually that many americans playing the, that game um I, it seemed like those numbers of saying oh look at we had this many people playing this many people playing that kind of drove the popularity taking this away do you think it's going to help or hurt uh, a lot of these games in the future uh not knowing how it will it help not knowing how many people are actually playing games now
0: see for somebody like h1z1 some games it seems to help well, somebody like but, some, H-
1: but then it ended up hurting them once people found out.
0: Oh, less people are playing it. Well, somebody like H1Z1 not having those numbers available every week is going to be very useful for them. I would assume the developers can still see the numbers of their own game. Um, yeah. But for somebody like them, you know, we consider and say, "Oh, how many people are playing Just Survive?" I, I don't know. No clue.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, what about Lawbreakers? Lawbreakers will never show up on that list. Yes. And that's one thing we brought up over time lawbreakers. Oh, there's eight people playing. Well, you will now never know unless you log in and somehow it shows you, you know, how many people are waiting in that one queue. Um, you know, you'll never know where we could see and say, Oh, well, we know that lawbreakers is failing, even though they had this huge public facing of, Oh, look at how popular of a game we are. Look at how wonderfully we're doing. I mean, a year ago they had the biggest booth at, at, Packs. Yeah, I mean, you and I saw it. We didn't really know what the game was, but it, everybody was talking about Lawbreakers, but no one was playing it. And if we wouldn't have known that nobody was playing it, would we still think that Lawbreakers was popular? I mean, based on packs, you were there. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Would you have thought that Lawbreakers was an incredibly a popular game? only having known of what you saw at
0: PAX. Absolutely. They had a booth that was the size of Be- Bethesda's and Twitch's and and EA's. I mean, it was the, the the largest booth that you can buy. Microsoft and Sony, all same size as those booths.
1: So I, that's the thing is we, but we were able to look at the actual players and get a realistic view of what people actually think of that game. I think this is going to kind of take away one of those tools of what we can see about a game and see what people really think about it. Because as I said, and as you saw looking at it, it seemed like it was right on par with the top 10 games and, you know, in the industry at the time. Um, obviously it was not, uh, and, and the only way we knew that was by the players numbers. And so it's going to allow people to put on a charade of, of claiming that they're popular for longer than, you know, without it being disproven, I think. It's a, so.
0: uh, it's kind of a, Scary thing isn't the 22. right word. Yeah, scary isn't the right thing, but just kind of a unfortunate, unfortunate thing that's going on. Because um, you know, that's going to
1: lead to more companies putting on that perception of we're doing so well when there's not really an easy way to disprove them. Yeah,
0: I mean, but the, my biggest thing is, for example, miscreated or somebody seven days out does an update. How well was that update received? You could tell based on the Peek in the chart and how long it how long it lasted before it petered back out to where it normally is. And that information, as of right now, will not be available. I, I would assume something's going to come. They're going to have to release some type of API. People are going to be pissed if this information isn't available. So they'll do something. I mean, they, yeah. hey, you know what? They may make it themselves. That's fine. They can do what they want. Uh, it's their service. But th- this information needs to be out in the public um, yeah. for, for, for people. Uh, there's, just, there's no We're uh, back to the Fortnite example again where we've now well, we're gonna to have to wait for the developer to say oh four million people are playing well how do we know because you put it on your twitter i mean i'm not accusing fortnite of lying but i mean i could make the argument right now that we've got a hundred uh we, we get a hundred thousand downloads to every episode of infection there's no no nobody can prove me wrong except for brian nobody else has got yeah. that information so it's I'm not accusing them or, or anybody of lying. It's just when that information isn't being tracked by a known third party that is just scraping it off of everybody's profiles. What do you who, how and what and who do you believe? And that's the thing is I don't believe Fortnite's numbers. Not because I think they're an unethical company and that they're lying. It's just it's just convenient to pu- pu- publish and post numbers, you know, when whenever you want to. Now is it probably well? The thing uh, is is
1: there they're going to be posting the peak times and we've seen from some of these other, other companies, there's a big difference. I mean, even look at PUBG. the big, there's a big difference between the couple million people playing when China's at peak versus the, you know, probably right now a couple hundred thousand people playing. Um, yeah, what, what, what are the consistent numbers? Like, okay, you maybe have a burst of, for some reason, there's a lot of people playing at once, but how are you, how are the rest of the times? How are there other 23 hours of the day? You know, are you guys getting fifty thousand players, a hundred thousand players, or are you truly consistently throughout the day getting millions of players? There's no way to know that with a company like that because they're only going to show you the best example of, of player counts.
0: Exactly. It's
1: it's There's not that accountability anymore.
0: It's it's the social media uh, thing. Uh, like it's the Instagram effect. Oh, I only post the best picture of me and my friends and my family, even though you know my life is you know, a, a dumpster fire. It's just that effect. And again, I'm not saying Fortnite is doing that, but the, you open up the possibility when there's no there's no other source of the information. It can only come from, again, we have 100,000 listeners to every single podcast. Pro- somebody prove me wrong. Uh, uh, some listener in the chat proved me wrong. No, you can't. It's impossible. You cannot physically prove me wrong. Now, you could say, well, you know, you've know, you only got 10 people watching on Twitch, so you probably don't have 100,000 people listening. But I mean, you physically cannot tell me that. It's impossible. And it's the same thing with the with yeah. with the statistics. So hopefully they get that service back online so that you know everybody can see and say, "Hey, this is how many people are playing you know this game at this time and all that fun stuff." So kind and, of and a I sad. Think
1: day. I, I think that it, I think it helps the industry. I think it helps some developers. Um, you know who get, to get a realistic. Le- what is the level playing field again? You know, I've used that word a lot today, but like what, what's the feel? what's what's normal out there? Because um, you get developers to where if it's the Instagram effect, I mean, look at how many people are depressed because they look at someone on Instagram, and they say, oh, well, I'm not as beautiful as that person. I don't have as nice of things as that person. But if you were in that person's life who's taking these pictures and giving you this fake persona of what they really are, you probably find that their life isn't that great. And your life isn't that bad, but because they have the opportunity to Photoshop and perfectly present what they put to you as their life, and that's this is what you were alluding to. Um, there's a false representation there, and it gives people a false sense of reality. And uh, and I think that we're we're giving without this, there's an option of giving us, and that's what I was getting at with lawbreakers uh, presenting us with that false sense of reality. And so that's what I want to avoid. And I liked having the real numbers because, you know, being one of the original people to really point out, Hey, look at China, <laughs> you know, I no no one else did it on Reddit first. They don't, China's look, look at these numbers because I had the raw data to look at it and finally uncover what was there. Um, you know, where, how are you going to do that now? Like with Nick's analogy, how are you going to prove what our viewer numbers are? Well, you can't unless the information is provided. So, And, and, you know, there's plenty of podcasters out there who will do the Instagram thing and say, here's how many, you know, here's how many we're so popular, look at how many people we have. When, if you went and looked back and saw how many of those were probably bots and not real views or not real downloads, not real listens. Um, I think we, there's a lot of that actually happening in the industry, even in the podcast world, a lot of people present themselves to be the biggest, the best, the most popular, uh, you know, but they're no Joe Rogan
0: exactly. They're not. They're not the real Joe Rogan. Um, all right. No. So uh, we got a lot of news to get in uh, into here, Brian. So let's uh, let's start running through it real quick here, as uh, as we got a little bit of a. Sh- we'll have a little bit of a shorter show on this Wednesday. I'm uh, I'm fading into uh, fading into. A, needs to sleep. I'm fading out of reality here, but um, um, th- this is cool. So obviously. We've got this new map, this new savage map in PUBG. This island kind of uh, Far Cry. I, I misstated it last week. It's Far Cry Three that looked like this, not Far Cry Four. Yes. Uh, so for the Far Cry Three kind of the, um, the, uh, whole, uh, the tropical island, the tropical uh, huts, environment, you know? uh palm trees, that kind of thing. And you know, you assume that you don't assume. Um, Sometimes you think, oh, you know, where? How do they come up with the this 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 concept, this idea? Um, and in this case, they uh, actually did a little kind of a little storyboard of it, and they sent um, part of their uh, where does it say? It says they sent part of their art, their uh, their technical artists, their concept artists, and their three D environmentalist artists. A couple of those people out to Thailand um, to look at some landscape here. So I'm going to scroll through a couple of the pictures here. Um, and these are some these are some pictures that were taken by uh, the PUBG team. You can see them kind of walking around here, taking a look at the at the sites, taking pictures, sketching, doing you know stuff like that. Um, you can see here this guy's holding a um, a color palette against this rock. Uh, I think it's a rock he's holding it against to get a color code to see what kind of color that actually is. Uh, so he's some uh, you know art director doing that. Um, here are some palm trees and how they're laid out um, you can see this i mean it does it's crazy when you look at this how much this looks like the actual map um so you you've got you've got that um here the here's a, another scene of it looks like they're taking pictures of the rocks on on this and then here's what the map looks like the in-game screenshots and you can see it's Based very similarly to this, the surrounding that these uh, that these artists. So yeah, they
1: tried to get the real, the look of the cracked rocks and just the yeah they tried to just get the feel of it, which they did. Um. I, I, don't, I don't. I mean, do you think that this was worth it? Do you think that they're? Do you think it's worth trying to get that realistic rather than just saying let's get something that in our minds is
0: close? Yes, I think so. Because I mean, I don't know. Oh, sorry about that. Um, I don't know about, obviously these people are very creative. I don't consider myself a very creative person Um, in terms of like, if you were to say, uh, here's a blank canvas, you know, do something. Um, I don't necessarily know if I, I don't necessarily know what I would do. I'm, I'm not creative in that sense, but I would imagine that these, these art Teams, these developers—they need something to base this off of. So even if it's just go there, take pictures. This is what we want to make our map sort of look like. That—that that, I mean, that that may be fine, but there's got to be some. Well, and a lot Remember, of places, will we'll do it
1: based on. Well, a lot of places will do it based on Google search results. Yeah, and they're probably worried that they'll kind of base something too close to an image. I mean, look at what happened with—we brought it up last week with GTA. Uh, you know, and they have a, they have these photos and someone says, oh, you made one that's too close to a photo I made at one time. You know, we're going to sue you for all this money for them. I think legally, rather than just taking pictures, getting going on Google maps or Google images and searching for pictures of, of islands and rocks there, uh, where maybe the, someone could say, well, you, you know, this is a rock that I own the license to the picture of, uh, you know, here, I think this is more of a, of a protective thing for them to say, you know what, this is all our original content. We took the pictures. We came up with this just to protect them from being sued in the future. I don't know if it's necessarily so that they'd be 100% accurate. I just think when you get that big and you become that big of a target, I don't think they want to be at risk of being sued.
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't know if it's necessarily, I don't think it's about being 100% accurate, but you've got to remember, they're building an entire map. I mean, it's easy to say like, yeah. oh, if I if I needed to build a city in one of these games, I'm sure I could do it. It wouldn't be fantastic, but I could do it. They're developing the entire map i mean the coast the coastlines where there's nothing the inner cities where things are really dense and packed and i would i would assume this is just their motivation this is just a framework for them to build off it may hell it may not even be a framework it may just be here's a couple of ideas um and you can yeah. see based off these pictures these these bottom two pictures here what the map kind of looks like i thought it was cool they did this little blog post um because it, it is neat to see you how uh, a physical uh, you know like a real location is kind of digitized and turned into a video game um yep so i thought that was yeah because they have to create
1: these create the textures and create all of this stuff uh and so it, it's easier when you can give someone an exact i want it to look like this because then they can quickly turn it out and not be, and you don't have to worry about having the wrong things being handed to you and then be like no 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 that's not what I was thinking. You know, make it more like this and have it go back and forth a couple times. Here, they could say, I want it to look exactly like this. This is what's real. And I you know, I think that that allowed them to quickly turn something around in their art department.
0: Yeah. Now, we had an update last Wednesday. This is a pretty significant update. This is the second, uh, the day two update to this. This, uh, this map came out last Tuesday on the show. We talked about it as it was hitting the... As it was, you know, hitting the 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 people's Steam libraries, we we had played a couple games and we had a chance to talk about it. Uh, again, codename Savage, it's kind of the Far Cry uh, three Tropicana, uh, maybe even like the Just Cause uh, style map where forest, you know, tropical rainforest, palm trees, straw hut kind of thing. Um, so uh, this update here introduced uh, squads alongside solo, so you can now. Squ- uh, team up either those, or you can queue up either those ways rather uh, they do say they'll expect longer queue times, remember this is the experimental server, this is a separate installer, yeah. so they don't, they, they, there's not the servers, so there's a lot less
1: people playing it
0: there's a lot less people, there's a lot less infrastructure There's not. they're not going to dedicate hundreds of thousands of uh, resources to this, this is when this is just their test thing here, uh, as well as that they've also reopened yeah. the signups, I don't know if they're still open right now I already have mine and it won't show me but it's uh map.
1: I think, I think they opened it up again. So I think, I think you still can go in there and
0: try to sign up for it. So it's mapbeta.playbattlegrounds.com dot to get that. There'll also be a link in the show notes for that. Uh, here's a couple of interesting things and some, some pretty, some, some larger things that they're doing here with this second update. Uh, the first thing, which I, I think we both talked about last week is they increased item and weapon spawn rates in residential buildings and small cabins. There was, I had a hard time finding loot in the couple of games that I played before last Tuesday's show, Um, so that's hopefully useful. Um, This is interesting. The first blue zone circle will show up right at the beginning of each match, so players can strategic or uh, so players can uh, plan their strategy before parachuting. Before I think
1: that's a lot better method. Before I move on, started.
0: What do you think? Well, because here's the thing, but no, it's not. They're not getting it started. It, they're just showing where it is. It doesn't, yeah, and they, they do adjust just, the play times, think this, but
1: what do you think of I this? I think that this might be that kind of indicator. Remember what I was saying of, of maybe even showing a uh, you know, heat map of where people are landing and things like that. I think that this is maybe then we'll step into, all right, we can start the circle going in faster. Because... Right now, they have a start so slow because you may have someone who's on the opposite m- side of the map from the original one. Well, maybe someone is willing to take that risk and knows that, all right, the zone is going to be over here, but that means that no one's going to be landing over here and I'll have some time, You know, mostly go find a vehicle. And that's their strategy. They're allowing to create that strategy to take that risk. Right now, it's pure chance. And the reason that I've seen, I heard a lot of people complain saying, you know, this game is not, ready to be on a true competitive level is because of the rng of it you know the randomness of it competitive professional players do not like randomness randomness is not a sign of skill Um, sometimes you get a good hand sometimes you don't uh you know if you're gambling if you're playing poker that's great you know you're you're trying to work the randomness into you know learn how to manipulate it correctly right have it work in your favor but in professional gaming, look at CSGO, incredibly predictive, predictable as far as what the game's going to do. Um, all these games that are really popular and are very competitive are predictable. They don't have the randomness factor. They don't have random bombs dropping out of the air and blowing them up in the middle of nowhere for no reason. And so I think this might be a first step into maybe being true to the, let's make this a competitive game by taking out and not putting that hundred percent RNG into the first drop. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they took out the explosions, uh, you know, in here they do note fewer explosions, not quite gone. I, but I think eventually you then will also see no explosions later.
0: Um, they also say that there's, uh, as I said, this, the time, the original zone time has been sped up a little bit during the first phase. Obviously now that it shows you, uh, saying the red zone uh there are fewer explosions inside the red zone now so the, those zones will happen less and when they happen there'll be less inside of them um, and now vans also spawn less often the two-wheel motorcycle spawns more often and motorbikes with side cars have been removed from this map uh, this map seems like it'll be good for the two-wheel motorcycle and stuff like that uh, so pretty yeah. pretty significant update it doesn't sound like it but obviously having more items in the game is huge. And then adjusting, tweaking how they want to start your game off is,
1: uh, well, let's jump in. Cause there's a new update that's beyond this. Okay. So that was on the test server, yep. right? That was in kind of response to that one map Savage. They put out their update number 10 for the PC today. Okay. Uh, and what this did is this for the regular game. This is, this is for the non test, uh, version of the game. They actually adjusted these zones. So they've adjusted that the blue zone delay, um, is now for one before it was 120 times or 120 plus 300. So I don't know what the 120 of it was at the initial before it started, uh, before it even stated when the zone is going to be I here it says, so. um, uh, now it's 90, uh, and then 300. So they cut down that initial dead time. Right and then there was 200 now it's 90 so they've cut it in less than half um same thing with uh the three it's from 150 to 60 120 to 60 uh 120 to 60 90 to 60 90 to 60 and then the last zone was 60 that stayed the same um so the that's the blue zone inactive time so then in the final one there was an inactive time of 180 seconds um plus 15 seconds and so uh, that went down to 80 seconds plus 15. So it's really like for a lot of their times, they've cut them in half. Uh, this is a little huge. less than in half in the last section, just to speed these games up overall. So these is that this
0: didn't I complain about this last week? Yeah. Well, you and I both complained about the, we complained about the mobile version of the game taking a I mean, a, a damn eternity to play a damn mobile game. I mean, you're an hour and yeah, 15 the, minutes, the 45 minutes took so long yeah.
1: oh, the whole process just to get on the ground and going took so long. That I think that uh, this has made a this will make a big difference. So one thing they did as well is the meters per second. So that was the number of seconds you know before the zone starts to move. Now they've also adjusted the speed of the zone themselves. Uh, if you look at the first one, it went from 19 to 21 seconds or 21 meters per second. So the sp- they've sped them up. Each one they've sped up. Uh, for the second one, they did from 11.4 meters per second to 13.7. Um, Now they did slow it down for the third. It was 16.4 to um, 9.4, 12.3 to 5.2. So what they've done is they made it to where the the time between the zones is smaller, right? Uh, Initial ones are faster, but then they've actually just slowed down the blue zone over time towards the end. So um, they make it so where it's pretty much now just constantly creeping in uh, you know, it gets in there faster in the beginning. Uh, but then it just does more of a constant creep in to where I think these, the games will be about the same, probably the same time overall, but there won't be huge weights between the the zone actually moving like there was before. Um, and then they've also raised the damage per tick. So when you're in the blue, uh, the blue zone, you know, people aren't going to be camping out in there as much. Well, uh, in the beginning of the game, it's the same, but at the end, they've made it to where you know rather than seven damage it's eight damage, rather than nine damage, it's eleven damage in the end, rather than eleven damage, it's fourteen damage. Uh, so just to kind of make it so people have to get in, well, get in there now.
0: And let me and let me say something here. My complaint with the time is not that the games are too long per se. I guess I, I need to clarify this. It's that. You spend 45 minutes in the game and you accomplish a nothing. You have, a, you get geared up and you don't, the you see begin, one person. The thing is the
1: beginning, the beginning is so slow exactly. that you're not really feeling like you're, okay, I, you don't feel the rush. Like I got to start get going. Uh, cause you know, like I got like 15 minutes to sit here and do whatever I want. You know, I can start moving to the zone if I want, but I can run around, loot. Um, oh, and then I'll look at my map. It should be that the second you get down, you're starting to, as they said, the word strategy you're, you're starting to, you know, try to come up with a strategy of, all right, how am I going to move? Like, where do I need to go? Like you right before this patch, you didn't even have to think about it. You could just land wherever you want. And you're like, Oh, I know I've got a good 10 minutes to really try to figure something out. Okay. Um, and that, as I said, in the mobile does not work. Cause you feel like you haven't really accomplished anything and you know, you're dying and then you're having to, to spawn again, you know, and it's like, I another 10 minutes before, actually have anything happening other than the initial
0: landing zone yeah oh absolutely so, so my my the point it, the point kind of is you know if you're going to win the game like if you're going to play through and, and win the full thing that should be a 45 minute hour hour 15 ordeal but guess what i don't do that I, that's not that then that's i don't win those games so i that's what i like about Fortnite is i get in and I die quickly, and that that, that makes it sound stupid. Oh, why would you want to die quickly? I don't want to just sit around and wait to die. If I'm going to die in my first gun battle, which is quite common, land in
1: the, the very busy zone. So either you get really good action, because uh, if you don't, if you land in a, a no, not high population area, you might be 15 minutes before you see somebody and actually get some gunplay. That, that happens just, a lot. You know what was the waste for that one gunfight? <laughs> you sat there and just you know ran around and gathered stuff for 15 minutes for one gunfight. Uh, and that on a mobile is just not acceptable. Like that's not worth the, 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 the uh, joy that I get out of that one gunfight is not worth the 15 minutes it took to get there.
0: And that's, and that's kind of the, the, the whole, that's kind of the story. There is the game. As you're saying, if you're going to make it to end game, it's probably going to be the same length, but if you're going to die at the beginning, yep. which I mean, it happens. I mean, there's a hundred people in the game and within, 10 or 15 minutes there's 70 or 60 people uh, because people die it's that's what happens um let's just let, make it, let's make it quick and painless I, I don't need to spend 15 20 25 minutes getting geared up to die right away i mean it's just stupid yeah. so i uh, i'm i'm looking forward to this i really i really, I'm, so, I really um, am
1: now um, also what they've done is uh, in-game clothing spawns have been removed from all maps. So you're not going to have just shoes and shirts and all that stuff. Um, other than that, you know, the, the balance of the loop remains the same, but you will not have clothing laying around, which, which I remember originally we're like, well, why is all this clothing here? Who cares? Like you don't run around picking up clothing, trying to look the best. Um, Players can now see, and this is on Miramar specifically, players can now see the first safe zone while flying in the airplane. So they have implemented that into the regular game for Miramar. Uh, we may or may not carry this over to the next live update. I um, want your feedback about this change. Um, on Erangel, uh, specifically, the first zone will now be revealed 30 seconds earlier. So, you know, that's the whole thing. of they're making it to where you see it earlier in that map. Um and then on the one uh the the desert map they went through and kind of added some more roads. They've been trying to make that cuz I think they've been struggling to get that to feel as I said in the beginning like the other maps. People get frustrated because it doesn't have as much loot. You know, it's just not as easy to get around. Uh you can't go flying through the hills in this. Like you'll get to, you'll hit points that you cannot get over with vehicles. Yep. So it's it's a different type of map to traverse around. the other one so they found that they have to add a lot more roads and ways for people to get around the map because you can't just cut through like you can on the original map um so they've added the oasis can be found in the north um alcatara uh village has been added in the northwest um as i said they added roads off-road paths uh corresponding positions to fill say easy travel in and out of the area high chair loot is now more, uh, more likely to spawn in specific areas of the north uh, in Miramar. And then they've optimized the GPU performance of buildings seen from mid-range on all of the different maps. So other than that, it was a lot of fixes. Uh, I don't know if you saw anything else that really stood out to you as far as updates to this.
0: Nothing um, particular.
1: One thing, if you're a team leader, you can now kick team members. So you can kick any team member um, on the team tab if you're a team leader. So I'm assuming that means if you created a custom group, uh, maybe someone disconnects or something, uh, you can now kick someone off of the screen. Uh, You can now send requests for invitations by clicking the invite button on another player's career screen. Um, So you can uh, invite specific people through that as well. So those are some of the UI changes. Other than that, it's just uh, a couple of fixes for this uh, patch number 10. Uh, for the pc and as i said this came out today well so there you go all right so let's um since we're we're rushing through here pretty quick let's talk about what's going to be
0: the game of the week before you do that let's announce the giveaway since this will probably be a little bit of a longer conversation all right if so i'm gonna go ahead and do this one for 60 points and while you do that um, uh, ex- You can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com forward slash support if you want to support the program. A couple different ways that you can do that. Uh, One of the new ways, of course, is through the Twitch Prime subscription or just a regular Twitch subscription. You can head on over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash infectionpodcast. Click the subscribe button and connect that way. Or you can head on over over to our website. You can donate through uh, uh, PayPal, direct contribution, our Amazon affiliate link, or with Humble Bundle. So if you're going to buy a game on Steam, it's going to be the same price as it is on Humble Bundle. If you're playing full price, buy through Humble Bundle with this. It'll still give you a Steam key, and it helps support the broadcast. So you can do all of that over on our website, infectionpodcast.com forward slash support.
1: All right. So um, I'm picking... I, I have two games that I can give away, and I'm going I'm to let you pick which one we do. Is that all right, Nick? Sure. All right, so either Outlast Two or the Deus Mankind Divided. Ooh, do you have a preference?
0: Deuce X probably be uh, that's a I think that's a more uh, more mainstream title. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, uh, I've actually been playing
1: it on the PS4. Oh, okay. So, um, I didn't actually use my key for this one on the PC because I figured I have it on PS4. So, uh, yeah. So we will do Deus uh, Mankind Divided. And this is, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find, I'll find a link for it, but, um, we'll, we'll do this one, probably about 10 minutes. Well, Let's just do it right before the show ends. Yeah, we we'll will do it. Yep. We'll, we'll wrap it up at right at 30 minutes. So going to X motion point giveaway and chat, and then we will, uh, we will give away a copy of this person. So Thank you. All right. All right. Um, So let's go ahead and there's a video for this. So I don't know if you want to play the video first. So this is going to be our game of the week. It is a free to play game. Just came out in the last couple of days.
0: What's it called? Uh, uh,
1: So this is called, uh, let's see, Radical Heights. All right. And Uh, uh, it will have a link to the steam page so you can get it downloaded for the game of the week. And then we'll talk about it a little bit after this video. Yep.
0: It's about a two and a half minute uh, little trailer video here. We'll, Play it, uh, play the trailer, and then we'll come back and we'll give you some comments, some updates. New from Giannis Toys, Radical Heights action figures. Get your kids familiar with America's favorite game show. And in other news, the Giannis Corporation has announced a brand new Radical Heights Dome to be completed outside of New Baltimore in the spring of 2024. New on the Giannis Network,
1: Double Dudes 2. Quadruple the news! I fought in the war of 92. I served my country during the Great Dissolve. And this is what I have to show for it? I'm ready to be more than this. I'm ready to get what I deserve. The cash, the prizes, the fame. I am going to Radical Heights. (laughs) Thank you, Roddy. And thank you, everyone in our studio audience, for being here today. Boy, oh boy, do we have an exciting show for you. We are
0: just moments away from seeing if our contestants can grass those. Radical Heights! Right, um, uh, you're, so you're gonna. Ha- so this came out. I was, um, I, I was not on the internet while I was away. I was going from. I was conference all day, casino all night. Uh, there was not a lot of. Uh, <laughs> There's not a lot of browsing the internet time. So Brian, what ex- what the hell did I just watch?
1: <laughs> so, so this came out yesterday. Okay, and this, uh, what I kind of view it as is. A self-aware version of H1Z1, right? Um, it, this is kind of what H1Z1 was turned into. But this, you know, they're kind of just playing off of the craziness, the uh, the bright colors. Uh, people, you know, this is a total '80s theme uh, battle royale game. I had a chance to play it with PH some today, and it's actually it, d- it does pretty well for being, you know, early access. Um, You know, for the very first initial release, we had no issues connecting. Uh, we didn't have a bunch of stuttering issues. Gunplay seemed to work pretty well. It's got a very unique, some very unique systems in it. Uh, and, and the, like the whole thing with the money, you get to save money to, and you can buy weapons in game. I know that, uh, Fortnite has, you know, they put into where you, you can actually buy upgrades and things like that. These guys implemented it very well. Uh, they have a, a nice array of weapons. I was I was very surprised it was much better than what I expected I expected it to be very clunky poorly made um, I got in there and it wasn't it was actually pretty fun to play so I I think that people will have I mean you look at it and it looks pretty silly but for me I this is what I see when I look at h1z1 now <laughs> so uh, you know these guys are just totally embracing it you know the craziness and the silliness uh, and they've, they've made it to where it actually works in the gunplay and it's not tacky. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's purposely tacky. So totally a self-aware game. And I think they've done a very good job of making something that, I mean, it's free to play. So you get your money's worth out of it for sure. Uh, but it, for the time that P and H, PH and I played, it worked perfectly for us. So, um, you know, there, there are some glitches here and there, uh, and they they're, they're they've blocked out some of the buildings so they're not textured i mean just like you see in the the new map in PUBG. g but um, i think if you should download it and give it a try because it was uh, it was very surprising for me that it worked as well as it did so give it a try and let, i mean i would encourage people to give it a try and let us know if they have the same experience that, that ph and i did
0: and i will uh i'll try to give this a try between uh between now and next week's uh show uh, it looks very interesting. It's I like it. Kind of, kind of, almost had a little bit of a GTA vibe with the money and buying guns and upgrading yep. them kind of thing. Um, like the music, spot on. And,
1: and the 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 money carries between ma- uh, matches.
0: Well, that's kind of the GTA aspect. Know. of Your money's in your ATM. You take it out. It's on your body. You get killed. You lose it. That's kind of that aspect that had me going right towards.
1: Uh, well, and I'm wondering t- if they're GTA. going to kind of play that into kind of a tiered league. Uh, you know, people with big bank accounts maybe get into different ones because you can buy guns initially, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit of an advantage having money, uh, which gives a little bit of a, a skilled tier, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they want it to where, you know, if you play a lot, you have a little bit of an advantage over somebody else, but I, I would wonder if they would look at those bank accounts and maybe that would help them to decide, you know, who's somebody who's a, would go into a different match than somebody else. I don't know. it will be interesting to see where they go with it or what, what you can spend on beyond. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities of what they could do, but as I said, go and, go and give it a try. Uh, I think you'll find that it's, it's kind of a fun game to play. Uh, and it, it's got a lot of the same skins that you see in H1Z1. So, but they, they're all crazy like this. And, and
0: give it a try. Crazy is good. When, when it's,
1: Set, when it's intended.
0: When it's intended. Uh, thank you, uh, Battery Included, for the cheer there. When it's intended and when it's... Uh, well, you well, know what you, you're, you're getting. You're signing
1: up for this when you <laughs> get this game. Yes, yeah, you, yeah, know, exactly. what you know what you're getting. When you know <laughs> what you're getting. H1Z1 didn't start. If you look at what H1Z1 started as, it was a serious zombie game, right? As far as it was... It was the If we remember the very original videos they showed with Smedley... It it had a certain atmosphere. It was you know like dark and you know you're supposed to kind of be scared. And then it turned into this. This is what it ended up as. Uh, well, when I bought H1Z1, I didn't buy that. Uh, you know, I, I bought a serious zombie game that was kind of like a DayZ type of a feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this is what they ended up being. here. If if you're into that kind of a game, you like it being arcadey. Th- this is an arcadey game. Um, so you know exactly what you're getting. They're not going to turn around and make it serious. They're not going to do, you know, the opposite of what H1Z1 did. It's going to stay an arcadey, silly game. And so, if you're looking for that, uh, I think you'll you'll find that it's better than what you expect.
0: And uh, I guess we'll find out Friday night. Hopefully, you'll join us in our Discord. We'll get started right after, right around eight o'clock Eastern is when uh, our game of the week typically starts, and you can find all of the links, all the information for that. Over on our website, infectionpodcast.com. You can join our Discord server and that's how we uh, chat and talk and and get all uh connected to uh to to play games. Yes. All right. So um as far as what
1: you want to talk about next, um let's go ahead and we've brought it up a couple times. Let's talk about Fortnite a little bit. They have they had a really big patch come out this past I think it was yet today, actually. Uh, So there there is a video. They show a new item in there. Uh, I don't know if you have any of these these videos ready. Uh, The first one I I alluded to a second ago, but they have added a vending machine um, similar to to what's in Radical Heights. Uh, And this is something that you can actually purchase guns and things inside of the game for. So what's going to play this video? I don't know if you have audio for it. I do not. Probably I, just music. Nah, yeah, I, there's okay. no audio on it. All right, so um, you can, for instance, here's an example, they show 500 wood will get you a rocket launcher. Um, so you can, with the resources that you normally would be building platforms in game with, uh, they now allow you to, and now these, you don't get to pick everything you want, want of of uh, vending machines here. So. Some of these vending machines will be gray level items. Some will be that was a, a epic uh, you know gold level item. So you may come up to a vending machine and it it'll give you bandages, uh, you know, and, and nothing that great. So I think that I think that, uh, that this will be an interesting change to the gameplay. Uh, having, having seen how they did the vending machines in you know that last Radical Heights game, it was done very well, and it really added to the game. I think that, uh, hopefully this with Fortnite, you know, it's something that actually adds to the game. Um, another one, there's a second video here and this one I didn't see coming. Uh, it's kind of a very unique and I don't see any other games doing it. So this is a first for this, uh, but they now have what they call port a fort.
0: I saw this. This is pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. So this is a, this is something that you can carry in your pocket. And you can throw it down, and it's an instant fort. <laughs> now, what do you think of that? I mean, Ugh,
0: give me a break. Does this make sense in the game? And there's already so much of this stupid building. I mean, I, I, you know, I understand. You know what? I bet, I bet you the concept and the idea was this is for players like me and you that don't really build. Um, yeah, but want to have a fort. It want <laughs> but I don't. I mean, I just, I, I, I just don't. I don't feel that building. I, I don't feel that building is going to do me any better or worse in the I feel like I. The I feel like building something like this is only going to get me screwed more than I already am from from not building. Um, I mean, you know? I just don't enjoy the building aspect. I could, if I wanted to, build and do this. You know, do the crazy building. I just don't want to. I don't. I don't enjoy. I don't find the building aspect of the game fun. I don't enjoy building, you know, sky ramps and jumping down and running back and over. And, and I just, I don't find that, inter- I don't find that fun. I don't find that interesting. Uh, it's not my play style.
1: I don't find it relaxing. I, I, I It's kind of weird in a BR game to say I like to be relaxed. I like being relaxed, but I find PUBG somewhat relaxing a lot of times. Um, H1Z1, I mean, I, I'm more found like just the sitting in bushes part, not relaxing, but Boring and frustrating, mm-hmm. but I like to have a game where I can come up with a plan and then I can execute that plan. Um, I feel like Fortnite; it's just a constant. It's good for streaming. It's just a constant. You got, to, you got to do something. You got to, you're throwing stuff down. Constant moving. Yeah, uh, your eyes are constantly being twitch assaulted. You know, on a stream of stuff happening, uh, and that's great, as I said, for a streamer. But as a player, I don't feel like doing that you know, that's just not how I enjoy playing. I don't enjoy having to constantly click and be throwing stuff down and spinning my camera around. Um, you know, but there are players that enjoy doing that and, you know, that's a game for them, but that's why I don't think I've really gravitated towards Fortnite because I just don't want to constantly be clicking and my mouse makes loud noises. Like it's just going to be click, 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 click the whole time. I just don't feel like it. Like I, I just want to, I just want to play and not have to do that. And there's not really an option to do that in this game. Maybe this is their answer to that. Okay, you don't like building? Throw down this when you know a fight's happening and whatever. Uh, maybe
0: this is their answer to that. Yeah, maybe. I um, I I just I don't find the as you're saying I play this game very casually, so the building part of it is incredibly it is not casual whatsoever is what i'm trying to say it's just not casual it's yeah. it's
1: just you have to be incredibly practiced it's like us jumping into a csgo match to, with ph it's like for us it's aggravating because you know you've got these people that play this constantly and within 2 seconds they've got a full multi walled building surrounding them the second that you as, as ph kind of alluded to it the second you you throw one bolt their way they've got a full building surrounding them and it's like all right now i got to deal with this it's just why <laughs> you know, i don't it just has to,
0: it's it's why like I don't game. bother building because it's just I I have no I can't compete and that's why this fort doesn't interest me because this isn't going to do me any good. I mean these players are just gonna they're just gonna build build ramps up to my fort and kill me up there. They're not gonna be any different. Yeah. I mean, wonder if this is thing. maybe
1: something that's going to kind of be going towards the mobile version.
0: Now I would agree with Uh, that because
1: this would make more sense in the mobile because it's hard to sit there and spin around and build and do all that stuff. All right, throw up a fort and create somewhat of a
0: similar experience in the mobile. Now I would agree with you on that. But now see, the thing is, is these damn mobile players are so good. I played a little bit at the airport. They're building the same damn things in the mobile version. Somehow they're still doing the wall around and ramp and wall and ramp. And wall I just, I don't get it. I just, I don't, I just don't freaking get it. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. All right. So, and
1: then they've added, uh, the 50 versus 50 V2. Um, so the two teams will clash in the updated. So this is a time limited time mode. So make sure, and this is released today. So usually they'll, you know, we see all these places that run something for three days. And by the time you get to the show, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well this, this was released on a Wednesday. If we had done our show yesterday, we wouldn't have been able to get to you about this. And so see, that was all, part guess, of the, part. It
0: was all part of the plan.
1: Part of the plan yeah so now this is a limited time mode So you get in there you can do a 50 versus 50 uh battle royale uh in there also cyberpunk heroes they've added four new heroes um with what they call gnarly fashion sense so these are kind of cyberpunk uh weird kind of a laser neon look i don't know they're kind of the 80s thing kind of a kung so. fury look yep um and then they've added some neon weapons to kind of go You see somewhat of those images in the images of the people, but, uh, these illuminate the battlefield and send those husks flying, uh, high with the one energizing punch. And so these are neon. They actually have like guns and swords and things like that with neon light bulbs on them.
0: These look really cool. Be interesting,
1: interested to see. Yeah. Be interested to see them in game when they actually, because in a picture, you can't really see them glow. Right. Yeah, I um, uh, these order. are really impressive they're models ready, though. though. I mean
0: I love the 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 neon the neon flow lights on everything. This I mean yeah, they're actually made correctly. Yeah, they look really good. Now again, we've seen these are non in-game images, so we'll see what they
1: look. I don't know. They're usually pretty close to what usually that, that's one thing Epic does is usually pretty close to what it looks like in game. So I think if this were H1Z1, I'd be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. Great concept art, that's not what it's gonna look like. But I think with Epic it'll be pretty close awesome. Um, uh, all right. So, uh, then they just had, I mean, if you look, they've got tons of fixes. Um, I mean, pages and pages of fixes, they have the replay system, uh, save your matches and watch them from any angle uh, speed up or slow down the action, help tell your story better with player outlines and nameplates. So, and this is something that the PUBG did, uh, pub has where you can go and replay and, and see the matches. Uh, you have, you can choose from third person, uh, they have three different follow modes for that and off auto and lazy, uh, they have drone, follow drone, attach drone, free. So you can kind of move around the scene of the replay, uh, and then they have different camera settings that you can do now. I mean, for someone who's making a YouTube video, you could do some pretty cool stuff with this. Yeah. And so I think that uh, this is currently on, it says currently available on PC and console only. Well, so not mobile. And the only thing they're saying is it's not on mobile. Yeah. So if you have a PC console version, you can do this. Uh, The port of fort was added. Uh, It's epic rarity. Um, You can, it drops in stacks of one. So, but you you can get five in your inventory. Um, And then it says when it's thrown, it's made out of metal and is three stories tall bottom floor is one by one uh, with the door entry that you can go in and then tires inside allow for easy access to the roof. So pretty much, I think you can just bounce up to the roof immediately once you enter the door. So, uh, they've, they've done some other tweaks to like the guided missile and things like that. Um, now the 50 versus 50 says due to being a large squad mode profile stats will not be tracked daily and weekly challenges will still work. Um, with the ex- exception of the squad based challenges, so like place top six in squad, etc., Um, it says storm and map. Each team has a bus approaching the Island from opposite directions on the map. The friendly bus has a blue outline. The enemy has a red outline. The final storm circle, uh, is visible on the mini map at the start of the game. Players have 10 minutes to loot the map at the store as the storm closes in on the circle, then five minutes to fight and another five minutes as the storm shrinks to the end. Uh, supply drops come in batches of three to six. They fall every two minutes and only land in the final storm circle, uh, kind of driving people to that one spot. They added dotted lines to the map, which indicate the battle lines between the two teams. Crossing the line will make will make running into enemies more likely. So they're kind of giving you an idea where I guess a safe zone for your area is. Uh, farming resources have been increased for this. 75% over default, um, increase the floor loot spawn likelihood by 15%. The floor loot spawn uh, for has been doubled for ammo. Ammo boxes spawn triple the amount of ammo. So pretty much through this, they're just making so there's a lot bigger chance of getting uh, ammo in this and in, in loot inside of this map. Uh, the new Builder Pro configuration, controller configurations, they now have a configuration that you can do um, similar to the Combat Pro. Uh, but it's a, it made for fast placement of building pieces, uh, walls, floors, stairs, roofs, uh, have designated buttons on the controller. So if you're a person who really likes to, to build, uh, inside the game, they now have a controller layout just for you. They now have a squad comms wheel, which allows you to communicate quickly without voice. Um, following, uh, call outs are available. You can do enemy spotted need meds, need shields, need materials, need weapons. Uh, and then need ammo, uh, and then the the loot llama can now be opened through destruction as well as interaction. So you can you can shoot it and loot it. Not don't you don't have to just go up to it and interact with it. Um, added a blue tint to friendly traps to help distinguish them from the enemy traps. Uh, and then it's just a, a lot of fixes for the rest of this. They said they did major optimizations and improvements to the console uh, load times and CPU performance. Uh, reduce the downloads and patch sizes for players who just have access to the battle royale pc only mode Um, and uh, yeah then there's a few fixes to the mobile Uh, one thing they did is they enabled environmental damage for ranged weapons for save the world which is their uh, non-battle royale version this is the one that originally people bought Um, so they actually did a pretty big update to that one so if you bought Fortnite with the intention of uh, playing this as a PC non battle royale game, um, I would log in and go uh, go check out the update they did because they added in the uh, quest line for it, uh, made a bunch of changes to the gameplay, and so this uh, yeah this this is a big update for that mode. Uh, we'll have notes to it on the po- on the uh, website. If you just go to this episode, it has a link to their website. It's a huge list of changes. Uh, about half of it is the uh, the original Fortnite game mode so that is uh, that's something to check out all right um other than this do we uh i'm gonna go run through just a quick number of games we've got yeah. darwin project had an update unturned had an update uh Sarian, which is uh pro- a game that i kickstarted it's a survival dinosaur game that I kickstarted on uh well kickstarter and uh, that came out with an update the black death came out with a pretty big update this week um, so I don't know. Do you have a preference on how much
0: time? Uh, how, I'd how say fast you, do you want to push this. I, uh, you've probably got about five minutes of updates and then probably five or so minutes to wrap up the show here.
1: All right. Well, do we want to do maybe the Rust video? Uh, um, the Rust video is
0: almost 10 minutes long, so I would say probably not. Oh, is it okay? So we won't yeah. do that.
1: All right. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the Black Death really quick. Okay. This is a big enough update. Uh, this is one they're calling it is version 0.27. It's called war. Uh, one thing they did in this one is they actually upgraded to unreal engine 4.19, which is the latest. Uh, there were a lot of performance increases in 4.19. Uh, so they were able to upgrade to that and take advantage of those. Uh, we, you know, I think that was what catered in a lot of these mobile games was having this, uh, they put, they they do make a note in here. It says, and we do plan to upgrade to 4.20 later this month as soon as they're it's released as their optimized optimizations that have been found from the, um, the game Fortnite implemented into the newest engine version of unreal so people are looking i mean i kind of I, I remember talking about this before but you know fortnight's been doing a big drive to improving the performance of the engine uh because they're getting that well first of all they're getting a lot of money from it uh but it's also driving them to maintain the performance on that uh and so they're implementing fixes and improvements into unreal engine. Now that they weren't weren't doing before, uh, that games like this are able to fully optimize and and take advantage of. So I think that's uh, pretty cool before they're on 4.18, but 4.19 and 4.20 have really uh, focused on some performance issues. Uh, so one thing you can do in this now is you can actually declare war on other guilds in the game, uh, you get guild points and climb up the ranks by killing enemy guild members so they're really focusing on the pvp aspect inside of uh inside of, of the black death now and that's something they hadn't really taken advantage of uh this game I, if there's anybody out there who plays this game um or hasn't hasn't played it yet uh let me know and maybe we can get uh an afternoon and we can go through and play some because i played it by myself and it is fun but uh, this is a game that'd be a lot more fun to play with people. And so if you had an opportunity to play this, uh, let me know. And we'll, we'll go in here and, and jump in and play for an hour or something. Uh, but they did say they optimized a lot of the LODs, which are, uh, which level of details, um, that as you get farther away from an object, it scales down the quality of it so that it's not using as many resources to render an engine it really helps the performance. That's a lot of the, For instance, what happened with this new version of Unreal is they really worked on optimizing that in the game, which is why it works so well in the mobiles, because mobile, they they now do it based on screen size. So if you have a small screen, if something is taking up a very small percentage of the screen, they figure it can be lower quality, right? Um, Rather than before, they based it on distance. So they're saying, well, if you're this far away, it's going to be this quality. Well, on a mobile phone, that may not be the best way to do it. So, uh, they've really come up with a way that helps, um, give a more accurate representation of what quality level something needs to be to be able to display it properly. So that is, uh, yeah, is the black death. Um, they haven't, a lot of other updates that they did to this. If you're, if you haven't played it, you'll have no idea what they, uh, what the referencing, but just a lot of fixes. Uh, and this has been, this game has been getting pretty consistent updates to it. So I think it is, I, this is the one that I really regretted buying initially, uh, but I don't regret it so much more because they, I think they just went to alpha way too early before anything was done. Yeah. Um, and now it's getting to the point where it's actually a playable game. So, um,
0: and I do want to just quickly note, um, the, uh, there's an update here for, um, uh, just survive H1Z1 just survive. And this update real quick, yes. um, includes a couple of new server rule sets. Uh, again, this is for Just Survive. Clan Wars, which is a reduced zombie population PvP. So, again, hello, we only talked about this like a year and a half ago. Um, solo yeah. PvP, all grouping, sharing mechanism, disabled to encourage solo play. Hardcore PvP, which is increased zombies and in spawns and decreased loot spawns for harder core survival experience. Sandbox PvP, which is PvP without the POI build restriction, so you can throw your boxes and stuff all over the place hardcore pve increased zombie and spawn and decreased loot spawn for hardcore uh for hardcore survival without the pvp combat slash rating and then pvp pve is a pvp server without rating so it's all the pvp functionality except they can't steal all your stuff um and then a couple of in in addition to the rule sets for a couple of things here, a couple of big changes in PvP. They reduced the number of foundations a player can build, but they now allow clan members to snap their foundations together. So you can still build a larger base as long as you've you've got a couple of people playing with you. Uh, they streamlined a lot of the loot in game to reduce the clutter of objects that had different names, but the same gameplay functionality, and a complete rebuild of the NPCs for performance and behavior improvements. And they now spawn based on the world location rather than near players. You'll find more zombies in town centers and you'll find wildlife running away from gunfights. So I guess all of the talk of, um, you know, we've talked about game ending, you know, nothing's going to happen. Everything's kind of over, I guess is, is not, um,
1: yeah, no, they're still doing they're stuff. St-
0: I mean, that's a pretty decent size update. So, but what, if people, we'll see if people play it. Exactly. That will be. Well, actually, we won't. But um, so, so we, well, um, we won't know now. But I mean,
1: that's that's, that's the question. But, and who knows? So uh, will pe- will people be playing the game? And I, I'm not necessarily sure that. I'm. This is a little bit too late. Like if they would have implemented this stuff years ago when we were talking about it originally. Uh, I mean, we tried to do. I mean, it's no secret. We tried to get a clan wars type of a system done. And I, I mean, I had a domain name for it. We were making a website we for it. We were in the game files. We, we, they had added the into the game files the name of the, the server that we were going to have. And we had the top clans that played H1Z1 at the time all willing to play on one server to kind of create the ideal example of what you would expect to play inside of H1Z1. And, H- and daybreak dragged their feet oh yeah yeah we're doing it we're doing it you know saw the game saw it pop up in the patch notes you know that it was there we couldn't really talk about it but um you know it just it never went anywhere and if they would have allowed us to do that i think it would have been a good example of hey here's what we envision pvp being in just survive i think it's too late it's it's turned into just troll pvp it's not clan wars you get like three guys who are just trying to kill everyone else on the server that's what it turns into
0: we had maybe uh,
1: you'll have a group of, of five people we had
0: huge groups we had uh, our clan of course the infection clan which at that time was like 30 plus members adk gaming solid state gaming animus esports angel of death hayes and the 81st ranger company we estimated that was about 200 active 200 plus active players with all of those groups um together and we had everybody signed on we had a nice note brian drafted a hell of a document to daybreak they said sure we'll do it and then it just never happened and that was kind of i hate to say i'm not trying to say like oh we were the end of the game but i mean that after that it pretty much just dropped off because the clan stopped playing because it was just getting it was stupid you were getting these this was because this was kind of a last-ditch
1: effort because we we saw that interest was waning for people playing because it just was turning we're just hanging out on servers there wasn't we everyone else had left the servers that wasn't our clan. And I think that every other clan was running into this. So we thought, well, the solution is let's create a server where clans can fight against each other. Yeah. And it's not going to drive off the the players that are casual players. Yep. And it was and whitelisted. It was, I think it would have... It was yeah, whitelisted. It was, so, so, that, listed. so that
0: individual... Because the problem you had is that because of the how poorly the game was built, you could have one player that could disrupt a clan of 30 people based off of them just... It, it wasn't even trolling. It was just the... Just the way that they could screw around with the bases and gates and stuff opening, you know, double opening and stuff. like. There's a lot of issues that made trolls become a real problem where they were essentially able to they could cripple a group of 30 people based off of just stupid BS. So um, yeah. on that note, that was what we tried to do. But uh, obviously, we saw that nothing came from that. All righty, Brian. Well, yeah. I know you've got to run. So let's quickly do. uh Tip of the week, and uh, I guess we'll go on from there. And then we'll do All
1: right. So, all right. So, this is a tip of the week where either we'll talk uh, maybe a general gaming tip or a specific one this week. It's going to be on Radical Heights. So, this is tip of the week. All right, so this is a game that released yesterday, and so I figured I would just give you some interesting information that I found inside of the game. Uh, This may be patched, so keep this in mind. Uh, You know, maybe a week from now, you may find that it no longer works, but uh, the bushes, so there's some big bushes in the game. They do not have any kind of transparency. Uh, So if you step inside of a bush, kind of like the old H1Z1 days, but even worse, uh, you pretty much disappear because it is a solid image surrounding that bush. It's not individual branches. So if you step inside of the bush, um, you completely disappear in that bush and there's no way that anyone can see you. So that is a nice way to be able to hide. Uh, Maybe you see someone coming and you're not ready to fight. Step inside of one of those bushes, they're they're giant bushes, uh, and they will not be able to see your character. Now, if they're using SP, I, I can't help you there, but also, uh, there are some things happening with the terrain in game. Uh, and this is one that I don't recommend you try because I, I think of more of that as a, a cheat. But there are places in the terrain where your player actually goes underneath of the terrain. Like the uh, the collision for the terrain is not lined up. Um, I'm pretty sure they will fix this pretty quickly. But uh, you'll be walking along and all of a sudden your character will disappear under the ground. Uh, and so this, that's the game, not operating as intended. I, the bushes, uh, I feel are a free game because they are operating as intended. Uh, whoever designed the bushes, that's how they made them. It's not because it was not intended to be that way. Uh, and so you can take advantage of that up until that point. But, uh, yeah, that's something, uh, that we used to do in H1Z1, you know, go into a bush and chill and watch. Uh, this is something that works kind of in a similar way, but this, this game has some pretty unique elements into it. So I'm gonna encourage you to go in there, play around, check it out, um, see what you think. I think this has actually brought some new types of gameplay. They've incorporated some existing types of gameplay from other battle royales, but I think this has got some pretty interesting ways that they've done things that are different than other, other games. So, uh, it's free to play
0: on steam search for radical heights. And that is tip of the week. All righty Brian. Thank you very much for that. And um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, well, first of all, can I oh, do the game giveaway? I'm first? sorry. Yes, I I jumped on you. I apologize. That's the
1: best with the uh, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and close this raffle. And Saul Greatman, uh, uh, Saul Greatman. Great for- congratulations, longtime followers, supporter of the show. So thank you very much. And I will give you uh, this key. And this one was actually uh, given to us. Let's see. I want to make sure. I give the right name. Um, I think this one was from Joe. So this is actually from our favorite unicorn unicorn enthusiast. Uh, unicorn Joe is so what we know, know him as. Uh, but he gave us this copy. This was from a humble bundle. So this is Deuce X, Mankind Divided. And thank you very much. And if you're looking for any
0: information on how to be a brony, um, he's the guy to talk to. Yeah, not in our Discord. Find somewhere else to uh, to do that stuff. All right, well, congrats all. Thanks for tuning in and um thanks everybody for tuning in live. I know kind of threw off everybody's week. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people that woke up this morning, Wednesday, looking for the show in their podcatcher and were disappointed, but that's okay. They'll get it today and uh they'll get it it'll tomorrow. It'll pop up now and it'll be a little extra surprise. It'll be a well, it's not really a surprise, I guess. It's saying like it's a day late. Um but uh but yeah, so uh we're we're here obviously Wednesday show. Thanks everybody for uh for tuning in and uh we appreciate uh appreciate that. Alrighty, Brian, I know you've got to get out of All here. Right, so, so now
1: officially we'll roll out. Yes. All right. So at Boise computer on Twitter, of course you want to check out my blog biteoftech.com. of tech.com. Of course that's with an I byte of tech. Um, also make sure you go to our website. Uh, if you're a person who listens to the show uh, on the podcast form, I encourage you to, to jump onto our website and see some of the, we have a lot of videos and links of images, um, show notes and things like that, that we discussed throughout the show. So I would encourage you to go on there, uh, and, take a look at it. There's quite a few notes on there that we, uh, and some of them we even skip over. We've got some things that uh, we just mentioned that there are patches on there because we do not have time to cover them all. But uh, if you're looking for uh, those links, infectionpodcast.com. Of course, we have a link to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel, if you want to catch us live, our Steam group. And as I said, the real thing that we're doing throughout the week is our Discord group. So if you're looking to hang out, uh, maybe discuss games, play games with people, uh, suggest news that we can cover, uh, just to communicate with everyone that we're talking about on the show or communicate with us, just click the join server. It's green button on our discord. It's a free program, uh, lightweight mobile client, very, uh, easy to use. This is a totally free. There's no, uh, catches with it. And it's, it's, uh, it's easy to click and it'll connect you right up to it. So, and I think that's it for me. Thank you very much for uh,
0: putting up with our day late show. Yes. And Brian, thank you for uh, making room in your schedule for that. I appreciate it as uh, yeah. as always. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, we will see you next Tuesday. We'll be back at our regular scheduled time next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll be here. We'll be live. Of course, you can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. Get all the information, show notes for 169 episodes worth of show notes, all the links, all the videos, all the things that we talked about on this evening's program. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Visit our website, InfectionPodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week on Infection. Have a great week, everybody.